Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. Thanks to Neds. Whatever you bet on, take it to the Neds level. You win some, you lose more. So, who'd you sign with in England or Europe? Uh, I signed with um, Leinster and I went to Dublin. So, that was the first. Um, I, I ended up getting in contact with Michael Checker and he was coaching the Waratahs at the time. And I was going to go, um, I talked to him about like what's the best route for rugby, where should I go to learn? He said, look, I coach at a club called Leinster in Dublin. He said, they're a top club. They'll be able to teach how to play the game, all this stuff, which I knew how to play the game from a kid, but – the ruck had become just crazy, yeah. which it still is. It's like still no one knows what's happening. No one knows what the f- guys jumping on every on yeah. each other. So don't he bring said, it up to rugby people. Yeah, yeah. Very <laughs> so he said, go over there. So I, I, I ended up going to Leinster, played uh, two seasons with them, and then I ended up going over to England to a club called Worcester. That's no longer. Do you find it hard to pronounce all these? Like, because <laughs> I read Worcester and I'm like, what? Yeah, what? Leinster, Leinster, Leicester, Leicester. Warriors, which they've. I've recently gone into liquidation. They're not around anymore. But um, yeah, rest in peace. But uh, Eddie Jones had made contact, and he had the the gig at, at England. Mm. So it, that was an opportunity to go and play sort of test rugby. Did you have that in your mind the whole time? Nah, nah. Before you went, no. I, I was. I went when I went over to Leinster. I just wanted to go over and just play rugby. That that's all I wanted to do and get out of Australia. So one minute. I'm playing a grand final, 85,000 at ANZ Stadium, winning a comp, have a couple of days on the piss, go over to Dublin, I do like two training sessions of rugby, still don't know what I'm doing, and then I go with the academy side, the Leinster A side, and we fly over to Wales, and we play in this place called Camarthedon. Mm. It's just this, like, um, it's like a, just a little rural ground and it's got like a cycling track around it and there was like 40 people there to watch us play them and that was it like i'd gone from that to yeah. that i was back on my training wheels learning how to play rugby with the boys around you like what are you doing man? <laughs> Probably. i think that some of them had knew some some of them knew that i was coming so throughout the final series they took an interest in south sydney and they watched the finals but yeah once i got there i'm like with these guys that had just come out of school yeah and like, as i said i'm playing in this uh pretty average sort of standard what did you feel like in that moment were you like what am i doing or you kind of yeah absolutely i think when i was getting ready and warming up and like the sheds were pretty tiny and stuff i was thinking yeah what have i done like (laughs) i really asked for this didn't i and then (laughs) you know that it's just to top it off like i'm i'm loitering around a ruck not really knowing what i'm doing (laughs) absolutely cleaned out like cleaned out on the ground and i'm having a scuffle with this guy and i've got him in a headlock and i'm just thinking yeah, this what is not. Yeah, this is not for me. But I just knew I just had to hang in there, and and 
I had enough athleticism that it would get me through. Um, but the skill part and the rules around the ruck mm. were quite ch- challenging actually to get used to. What was the what was the plan though at that at that point? Was there was there a club you had in mind? Did you want to win like a Heineken Cup or a rugby championship? Like was there a was there a plan really or not? I just wanted to play I just wanted to play rugby and I I wanted to travel too. Yep. I wanted to go around and see some stuff because yeah, since I'd come over I'd just been just so um zeroed in on being an NRL player and then it was about playing Origin, then it was about winning a comp and then I just wanted to go play rugby and travel. Um Did you not like the uh celebrity aspect of rugby league? Like did you find that was it nice to be away from Yeah, from it was that? nice to just go over there and, and go out with the boys. And I'm not saying like I get um you know, asked for photos or anything, but it was getting to the point with rugby league where, you know, as a team you'd go and play somewhere and you weren't allowed out of the hotel. No one was allowed in the hotel. And if you did go for drinks, you had to get a roped off area. And they, we, okay, the club right. had to supply security. And it was always like this. But when you go over to Europe and you're playing rugby, you finish the game and the team just walk down and you go in the pub. And there's not as many rules. I don't yeah. think they're so freaked out because they don't have that media pressure. Yeah. Mm. And so that was a good thing to go there. But I didn't have plans to play test rugby. In actual fact, I played my first season – and my coach got sacked. And then I was thinking, all right, I might um, just go home then and get back into rugby league. Like maybe this is the end of the road for rugby yeah, right. after eight months. So <laughs> so you were just thinking like, join it, obviously, if you were considering. No, I was enjoying it, but I was kind of thinking, oh, should I just go back? Like it's kind of what I know. Maybe I, um, maybe I just needed a break and now I've had a break. So I was – the Cowboys rung in 2015 – about going up there to play and I spoke to Greeny and stuff like that. Um, they go on to win the comp anyway. But, yeah, that, that was an option was to come back. But then I, I sort of thought, no, I've, I've come this far and I'm still learning. I'm just going to hang in there. And then it was that next season was, was my best season. Yeah, and right. that's sort of what got the attention of England mm. and they knew that I had the passport, my mum being British. So that's how all that. Sort of had stuff. you had contact with Eddie before then, or was it after nah. that season? Eddie's like, let's have a fight. yeah. After that season, it was kind of like, let's have a chat because I was playing in um, like the Heineken Cup yeah. and playing against top teams and guys who are internationals, and obviously I was playing quite well. So yeah. mm. there was no doubt physically I could do it. Do it. So it was more about okay, do you want to come over? If you want to play for England, then you have to sign with an English club. Mm. So. That's why I signed with Worcester and went over there. Yeah. Was there any interest from the Wallabies or not? Yeah, there was. There was, yeah. I, I went and met Checker in – when was the World Cup? 2015. Yeah. They were getting ready for the final versus the All Blacks yes. at Twickenham. I went and met him in London at the hotel. We sat down and had a chat um, and he sort of talked to me about what the options could be. Most likely I'd have to come back, play for the Waratahs, um, but he was very interested. Um, but yeah, for me, it was just like I'd kind of already made the decision that I was going to go to England mm. and I was going to have a crack that way. And I just thought it'd be quite cool too, my mum being English, that you know to go and play for them. Yeah. And Did she look, like that? Yeah, she loved it. Yeah, it was, it was good because I, I, I went on tour. I, like I didn't even know the national anthem and all that. So the boys taught me that just before <laughs> one of the games. <laughs> it was God Save the Queen back then. Now it's God Save the King. But, yeah, just sort of being able to represent where she's from. Sure. Um, 
that was important to me and she came over to Twickenham a couple of times to watch me play. So, yeah. That's mad. Yeah, real That's good opportunity. Cool. This is all talk with Hello Sports. Today we are talking with Rugby League Premiership winner and Rugby Union International player, the one, the only Ben Teo. Now, Ben, did you win anything with England? Would you like a, like a Six Nations six or something? Six Nations, yeah. Yep. One, a, one a Six Nations. That's... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. No World Cups, though, were they? Nah, no, no World Cups, no. Nah. They haven't won since 2003, mate. Well, I don't mean, yeah. I just mean you haven't played them <laughs> yeah. while you were over there. Yeah. You didn't play in 2019? No, I didn't play in 2019. No, no, no. I got um, released from the squad prior oh. to World Cup. So, What's Eddie Jones like? He, he's um, he's intense. Yeah, <laughs> he is intense. I went from one intense guy to the so, other. Yeah, yeah. yeah but the, the difference with Eddie was like, when, when you play rugby... Um, union and you're going on these tours and these these things go for like eight weeks nine weeks yeah you know, and you're just living with people mm-hmm. and so some of the guys i play with in england i'm so close with some of them because like we literally live together mm-hmm. like in a room together and so it's being with eddie for three years was just full-on like <laughs> it was intense and i just man, oh i watched him just destroy people Really, it, I watched him absolutely destroy, like players, staff. Like it was like this: this is the level, you get to this level, or you get out. Like mm. that. That was him. There was no like in between. I've just seen him um, put the pressure on a lot of people. With the knowledge you have of him, then, and the way you describing him there, you can only imagine what he would be f- saying to some of the guys in the Wallabies camp, right? Or do you think that he knows like that you can't always just be like if he if he doesn't have a team that's good enough necessarily yeah. that he can't actually just oh yeah he's smart yeah he's smart enough to know what he's got at the time and he's got some young guys so he'd be building them up but he'd also be on their ass like he's on them mm. it, it's it's a regime yeah he's like um he's kim jong-un and they're living in north korea <laughs> you know like he is the law so look and, and i think right now I reckon he'd be a pretty good coach to come through underneath. If you were a young player, some of those young Wallabies he's taken over, I think they're going to have pretty good careers because he, he'll push them hard. Mm. Yeah. Do you um do you smile when you see him telling journos to give themselves uppercuts? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you I just love that shit. I crack up, yeah. Because <laughs> I just sort of – I've seen it. Like, you know, I've seen it once he's you know left those press conferences and, and he walks back into a room – um, you know, for like team dinner or something, and it's like nothing happened. If for him, it's all if for him, it's all theatre. Yeah, it's all part of the game. Right. And sometimes you understand if you're in the meetings. So say say you're in a meeting and you're playing the All Blacks at Twickenham, and you're preparing for the game. He'll start building the mentality about, you know, they don't, they don't think we can do anything. Oh, they're un, un, unbeatable, are they? Well, what about this and what about that? So he's finding cracks in their game that we can exploit. Mm-hmm. And then you watch him go to the press conference and you listen to what he says. It's not far off what he's just told us. Yeah. So he's painting the picture for the media too. Okay. And he also understands that whatever he just goes and says in the press conferences, we're going to watch on our phones in about 40 minutes. Yep. So he's talking to us too. Mm-hmm. So... 
that's all part of his his psyche. It's interesting. Yeah, isn't it? he you, you know what he's doing. Sometimes I can read a bit of it. Yeah. Um. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, it's been bro. fun. No really cheers, guys. Nice nice to got some you. comfy chairs here. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're very you can nice. Talk all day here. Yeah. You, could. I know you yeah. Can. I loved it. Thanks, brother. Nah. Awesome. Cheers. Thanks, guys.